Welcome back to another episode of the Prime Performance Podcast. My name is Austin Halcom, and today we're going to be going into what it takes to dominate the mental game of hitting in both baseball and softball. Now, these routines are things that can be used across a multitude of different sports. They could be used for coaches as well as players. They could be used for parents to help coach their players. They could be used in a multitude of different areas. And, and just because we're tailoring today's episode towards the hitting portion of baseball and softball doesn't mean that it doesn't pertain to a multitude of different areas in life. And these are things that you can adapt and, and utilize in other areas in your careers as well. So as we go into this, I, I want everyone to understand that baseball and softball, and especially the portion where we are talking about hitting, uh, is, is some of the hardest and most difficult things to do in sports. So that's why I believe that it is so integral to have mental routines as you go into this. And baseball and softball are two of my biggest sports that I work with in terms of teams and individual players from across the country. And I'm hired with the Canes Baseball Travel Organization here in Indiana, the Indiana Canes. We do a lot of mental training on hitting and especially the routines. So I, I really love this time of year. As I said, I have a lot of athletes in this space and in this realm who utilize hitting uh, mental routines and who utilize the mental game when they're in the box. So for me, it's really great. I've had a lot of, of my athletes already this year, early on into the season, uh, talking about the successes that they've had from, you know, a, a, some of them I've had for multiple years, uh, for two years. And in year one, they didn't really, you know, fully trust the process. And now I think that they are starting to fully trust that process. And they're seeing some really great benefits. You know, I've got a couple guys that are leading their teams in batting average and on base percentage. I've got other guys who are utilizing some things that we've gone through this year and last year to be able to get out of slumps. And then, of course, you know, I'm a realist. There's other people who are struggling. And in those conversations, you know, I had three people last week and, uh, you know, two of them were actually on the exact same night within 20 minutes of each other texting me. And they said, you know, coach, hey, I'm struggling right now. Like, I just don't know what's going on. And, you know, my typical question is, OK, well, what are you what are you doing? Walk me through your routine. What's what's going on pregame? What's going on pre at bat or as you're getting into the box? You know, what are you thinking about? And for the most part, I see people, they're thinking fast. They're thinking fast forward. They're, they're thinking too much. And it's a great skill to have to be able to slow your thoughts, control your thoughts, control your emotions, be in the present moment. And so I'm going to dive into uh, a few things that I work on and specifically give athletes right out of the gate. And you can adjust these to your own uh, personal at-bats. You can adjust these to your own personal life. But I highly recommend that you utilize these and add as many of these things as you possibly can into your routine. So, you know, as I mentioned there, my typical question when I'm working with athletes is what is your process? What, what are you doing? What's your system when you get into the box? I talk a lot about systems, but what's your routine that you're doing? What are things that you are actively utilizing to help you be at your best? And to preface this, I think it's so important to understand that your routine is not just a bunch of things that you do that are going to help you perform at a higher rate. A routine is something that's consistent. It allows your brain to be able to function more freely due to the fact that your brain is like, oh, okay, we've done this before. We've been here before. This is something that we are used to. This is who we are. And so it takes a little bit of pressure and some stress off of your mental in order for you to perform at your absolute best. So uh, the big question you should be asking yourself is what is your process? I would even list out the things that you do on a consistent basis. And it doesn't have to be perfectly the exact same every single game. But for the most part, if you have a routine, it should be something that you're doing pretty religiously almost every single game and just about every single at bat. And I'd even break it down 
every single pitch. You should be doing something on every single pitch. Every new every pitch is a is a new tiny mini game that you should be playing to do your absolute best on that one pitch. It's not just one game, one inning, one at bat. It can come down to strictly just one singular pitch. So what is your process? The big key, I think, when we're getting into the box, when we're talking about hitting is we need to slow down. We need to slow it down. And a lot of people are like, well, how do I do that? In other sports, I do ask athletes to speed it up sometimes. There's there's a completely different aspect to the mental game and training when we talk about that. But I will ask athletes to speed it up sometimes. Now, in baseball, you really want to slow it down. The pitch is coming in fast. And when we're talking about one singular play in baseball, if the ball is put in play, you know, we're talking a maximum maybe 15 seconds. And from the time that the ball is pitched to the time that the ball is brought in and we're getting to the next pitch, right? So um, baseball is a pretty quick sport. Maybe not in the totality of the game, but from pitch to pitch, it's a pretty quick, fast-paced sport. So uh, we really need to work on slowing it down. I highly recommend that you take your time in your routine. You take your time getting into the box. Now, don't slow it down so much that you become unfocused, but sometimes you need to step out, take your time, get your thoughts collected, get your emotions collected, and be present. Now, where we start with that, of course, is the deep breath, the deep breathing. Highly recommend getting a few big deep breaths in pregame to stretch out your lungs, open up your lungs, you know, get the blood flowing, help your lungs understand, okay, well, this is this is where we're going to go to every single pitch is this big deep breath. I'm going to focus on this breath more pitches than not. As you are in the on deck circle, you should be taking multiple breaths to get your timing down. All right. Act like you are already in the box when you're in the on deck circle. Visualize this, make it as real as you possibly can. And then as you're about to step into the box, maybe you're getting your signs from your third base coach. Maybe you're surveying the field or you're checking out the pitcher with what they have going on. Take a big, deep breath. Don't force it. Just a really smooth, deep breath in. Exhale for longer than you inhale and get present moment focus. Focus solely on that breath for that five, six seconds that you do it. That's going to be a big key. The, the, the deep breathing, helping the lower heart rate, helping the lower blood pressure. On top of that, we're making you present moment focused, okay? There also needs to be a physical action associated with your pregame or pre-bat, pre-at-bat routine. There needs to be some physical action. Now, there could be physical actions that bring you present uh, when you start the game. There can be physical actions that you do as you get into the box. Uh, specifically, you could, you know, Aaron Judge, he picks up dirt and he'll toss that dirt. When he's picking up the dirt in the box, he'll toss that dirt or outside the box. That's him saying, okay, there's the last pitch. There's the last at bat, regardless if it was good, regardless if it was bad, it's gone. We're no longer in the past. We're here right now. This physical dirt is here. My feet are here. My physical body's here. My mind and focus are right here. All right. That's what grabbing that dirt, grabbing what you can, maybe it's your helmet even. I tell some people, you know, I would do two taps on my helmet. That could be a physical action cue. Okay. I'm here right now. I got my helmet on. I'm in batter mode. I'm in attack mode. Or adjusting, Nomar Garcia Para used to adjust his batting gloves. He would unstrap, strap it back on, slap it, unstrap, strap it back on, slap it. Both batting gloves. He would become present moment focused. That's his physical action. You can find your own physical action. Maybe it's the toe tap. Maybe it's touching your bat. Something, anything physical that brings you into the present moment before you get ready for the next pitch. And then, of course, your verbal cue. I've had a lot of success, especially with some of my younger athletes here. But this, you know, could go all the way up to the highest level of the pros is just having some type of verbal cue that you are focusing on. Now, for my younger guys, even my older guys, we talk a lot about attack. You want to be in attack mode. You want to attack the ball, not let the ball attack you. That should That is how you should be focusing on the pitch. Maybe you're a person that you've been instructed and you know when you keep your elbow in or some type of biomechanical cue 
when you do that, you play and hit better. So maybe you talk to yourself and you verbally use that cue of what you need to do, instruct yourself. Maybe it's something with an extension. Maybe it's something that you need to say to motivate yourself. All right. It doesn't always have to be biomechanical. It doesn't have to be instructional. It could be something that you need to say to motivate yourself. And you know what motivates yourself could be some type of phrase, could be talking about a person, could be talking about anything and everything that you need to do to get you in the right frame of mind. So you need the deep breath in there. A physical action is going to be key. A verbal cue is also going to be key. And then on top of that, acting confident, acting confident. Doesn't matter if you think that you're confident. Doesn't matter if you feel confident. It's it's what you do. I know it can be intimidating to see a flamethrowing pitcher get up there or somebody who's got a really nasty curveball get up there on the mound and they're doing pregame warmups. You're like, man, I have not seen that before. I don't know if I'm ready for this. It's okay. There's a sense of realism in that. Maybe you haven't seen somebody throw that fast before. Maybe you haven't played against somebody at the caliber that you're about to play at. That's called leveling up. It's meant to grow you. It's not impossible to hit somebody that's throwing 100 mile an hour. It gets done frequently in the MLB. It's definitely not impossible. And if you go look at those MLB players, while they have a lot more training than you and they have a lot more preparation, there's probably a lot of other things that they may do better than you physically. There's not probably a ton of difference outside of some muscle mass, of course. MLB players are not built like gods compared to you. MLB players are very, very similar to some of the most elite college and high school baseball players, but they think differently. It's their mental routines. It's what they do, their focus, their confidence. They act differently. That's what makes an MLB player elite. That's what helps MLB players have long careers as opposed to short ones. They do the mental stuff right. They do the mental stuff right. And for you, you need to act confident. You need to walk up there and be intimidating. You need to have confident body language. Your body language is your billboard to the world. Are you going to let the opposing pitcher know that you are scared and you are frightened of them? Or are you going to let them know that you're ready to go and nothing is about to phase you? Holding onto the barrel of your bat on your sweet spot. Feel that power. Just little tiny mental tricks that are helping you to get into the right frame of mind. Go watch MLB players. Go watch some of the best college players or even your, your favorite players. Go watch them do what they do. What approaches are they using to be successful? Copy some of that. Utilize some of that. What are these people doing? Get on Google. Get on YouTube. See what you need to do. What approaches you can utilize to make you the best that you can possibly be. Things that are going to help you get into the batter's box and be in a frame and and a mental space of solitude. Solitude is so key to our everyday performance. We need to be clear in thought. We need to be clear in our emotions. We need to be clear in our intentions. And on top of that, something very cliche here is to go have fun. Go enjoy it. I tell people all the time, how would you act if you were walking up and you this was a, a backyard wiffle ball game? You might be swinging that bat around. You might be doing the King Griffey Jr. stance. You might be doing a lot of different things that are making it fun, and you're probably playing loose. You're probably playing free. You're allowing your your mind to go on autopilot. You're allowing your body to do what you have trained it to do, and that is going to help you succeed. So please, go out there. Utilize these routines. You have to have routines. Go out there. Be confident. Go out there. Be intimidating in your own personal way. Use your deep breath, the physical action, your verbal cues, and have fun with it. Enjoy the process. 
I know that that sounds so cliche, but the moment that you can start having fun and you can be uh, playing free and relaxed and the moment that you get your mind off of that scoreboard and you quit worrying about what you have or what you have not done in the past, that is the moment that you are going to change your at-bats for the rest of your career. That is the moment that you are going to become a different beast in the box. So I'm going to wrap it up here with that. We'll have our Monday mindset sessions as well. Be on the lookout for those. I'm going to be bringing in some high-level guests here in the next few weeks uh, to get some interviews going, and then we're going to be posting those as well on Fridays. With that, go out there, get some routines, go be confident, go be yourself, and go dominate. Cheers.